Hey, how's it going? It's Bill Gardner from the Deep End Games, and you are listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Monday, so we're going to talk some video games. All week, we are celebrating The Gentleman. It's Guy Ritchie's new film. It really looks like a return to form for him. I'm excited. I already got my tickets. I, I can't wait to go. It's going to be a blast. So, let's talk Gentleman. That's what, that's what we're going to do this week. I think it's kind of funny. You know, last week was Bad Boys, and we're going to flip the script here and do Gentleman, but hey is what it is. Um, in video games, the gentleman, well, really in, in everything, the gentleman is always kind of the, usually like an Irish, or not Irish, an English stereotype. Sorry. Um, and this kind of has ways about them. And as we go through this week, you'll see more often than not, like when they fall into that category. But in video games, you have... Uh, Professor Layton from the Professor Layton games. He's always really nice and kind of posh. You know, he's if he does something wrong or intrudes, he apologizes. He's like, hey, I'm sorry. But he's always, you know, just a, a good guy. While he's solving the puzzles and stuff, he always has a little bit of charm. And even though his games don't quite have the story and depth that a lot of video games do. There's something about like his character still resonates and comes across as having depth and things. And, uh, that's just pretty awesome. Then you also have Steed Bonnet from Assassin's Creed Four: black flag, which if you know, if you long time listener, you know, that's one of the best, one of our favorite Assassin's Creed games out there. And he's he's different. He's the first pirate you meet. And he's not like your stereotypical pirate. I mean, he's nice to Edward. You know, he gives him uh, a sword. Like, actually, he buys him a sword. Doesn't even give him one. He goes out and buys one for him. He sells him around, helps him out on missions. And just a nice dude. He's a little aloof, but he's still... A gentleman. Now, his ultimate fate, we don't really know, but we're pretty sure that he is captured and hanged for piracy toward the end of the game. And, you know, when you compare him to the other ones like Blackbeard and Black Bart, it seems like he just ran around with the wrong crowd, really, because uh, he, he was a nice guy. Dudley from Street Fighter 4, you know, even though he's a, a boxer, he's a pugilist, he has the ruffled shirt and the suspenders and the fancy mustache and his hair is always fixed. And he comes from money, but his family lost their fortune and he wanted to be a boxer. So he's like, okay, I'm going to be a boxer now. But even when he's in a fight, when he's doing this, this dirty work, he's still a nice guy. You know, uh, he has his rose, and he's using his boxing earnings to help his family and restore their fortune. 
and is nice to his opponents. Well, nicer than most of the people in Street Fighter Four, and so that's pretty cool. Steve from Rogue Galaxy, um, he's a robot. Uh, if you didn't know, if you haven't played Rogue Galaxy, but he's always super nice and offers to help and lift up spirits. Um, but he can throw down if he needs to. He can fight and just always upbeat. And while you know he's not really a a butler, you know he's just a robot buddy uh, and. Even though he does task and things, I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's a butler. I think he's just a nice gentlemanly type fella. Captain Ash from Time Splitters. Although you don't see him a whole lot. Um he he is very much that colonial British stereotype with his monocle and mustache and uh the the jungle outfit. You know, not like a camo jungle, but like the hunting outfit that we saw back in those days. And the few times he does show up, he's always nice to the player, helps him along the way, gives him information, offers him some tea, you know, whatever it may be. And I think that's, again, you can use this trope and we, we talk about it time and time again, but things like this character tropes. And identities that are so ingrained into people's heads, they can help an author tell a story and help them, uh, you know, skip some steps, but still make their character relatable. Like in Borderlands 2, you have Sir Hammerlock. So even on Pandora, where things are crazy and everybody shoots each other, uh, including him, he still always talks about fair play and paying your debts and is always, you know, talks about how charming everybody is and how nice everybody is and has his little salute that he does with his mechanical arm. Uh, again, very much like Captain Ash has that colonial British style to him with like big mutton chops. Like he doesn't just have the mustache. He has the big mutton chops that go from the mas- mustache into the beard, up into the hair. And it's just pretty glorious Herbert Dashwood from Fallout 3 uh, that Herbert is always kind of interesting you know he in this game where everybody's going around being cannibals or mutants or killing whomever Herbert is an upstanding citizen you know he lives uh, kind of doing his own thing and doesn't care about what's going on he lives in the Tenpenny Tower and just has his money and wishes you a good day. But he'll sit around and talk to you and tell you stories and give you game hints and stuff. Um, and it's a nice break from that game. Like when everything else is always just chaotic and you're running from for your life, it's just really nice. Now I do want to talk about a gaming studio and that is the odd gentleman they it was founded by matt cobra and paul beleza in 2008 so they're celebrating 12 years this year and they make some really awesome games their first game was the misadventures of pb winterbottom which was on 
360 is what I played it on. I think it was on some other platforms too. Um, yeah, it was on Windows was all. So it's Xbox exclusive. Fun little puzzle, time travel, time control, I guess is a better. Time control and cloning game. Then on PlayStation 3, they had Slap Happy Sam. Uh, when they finally came to iPhone, they had Flea Symphony. And they even partnered with Neil Gaiman to make Wayward Manor. Uh, Gaiman made that back in 2014. Uh, mixed reviews, but the this, this stuff on their end was, was pretty solid. And they helped with Hive Swap, the Homestuck game. And most recently, they successfully brought back King's Quest. King's Quest is a franchise that for like 20 years has been trying to reboot and come back and do its thing and never has but they made it and it came out in episodes like chapters like chapter one two three four five all that stuff it was on playstation three and four xbox 360 and xbox one i'm fairly sure it's on game pass right now i uh should double check that but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was if it's not right now i know for sure that it was and yeah, you know, we're talking gentlemen, so I had to mention the odd gentlemen of video games. And so that's, that's really cool. But that's going to do it for our show. Let us know if we left somebody out. Is there a gentleman in gaming that you like? Let us know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media. Just find us everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, everything. Just look for The Night Nerd. Love to talk to you. Love to hear from you. Or you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time.